Section 3 of The Elements of Style by William Strunk, Jr. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nicholas James Bridgewater. The Elements of Style by William Strunk, Jr. Section 3 elementary principles of composition rules nine to ten nine make the paragraph the unit of composition one paragraph to each topic if the subject on which you are writing is of slight extent or if you intend to treat it very briefly there may be no need of subdividing it into topics thus a brief description a brief summary of a literary work a brief account of a single incident a narrative merely outlining an action the setting forth of a single idea any one of these is best written in a single paragraph after the paragraph has been written it should be examined to see whether subdivision will not improve it ordinarily however a subject requires subdivision into topics each of which should be made the subject of a paragraph the object of treating each topic in a paragraph by itself is of course to aid the reader the beginning of each paragraph is a signal to him that a new step in the development of the subject has been reached the extent of subdivision will vary with the length of the composition for example a short notice of a book or poem might consist of a single paragraph one slightly longer might consist of two paragraphs a account of the work b critical discussion a report on a poem written for a class in literature might consist of seven paragraphs a facts of composition and publication b kind of poem metrical form c subject d treatment of subject e for what chiefly remarkable f wherein characteristic of the writer g relationship to other works the contents of paragraphs c and d would vary with the poem usually paragraph c would indicate the actual or imagined circumstances of the poem the situation if these call for explanation and would then state the subject and outline in its development if the poem is a narrative in the third person throughout paragraph c need contain no more than a concise summary of the action paragraph d would indicate the leading ideas and show how they are made prominent or would indicate what points in the narrative are chiefly emphasized a novel might be discussed under the heads a setting b plot c characters d purpose 
a historical event might be discussed under the heads a what led up to the event b account of the event c what the event led up to in treating each of these last two subjects the writer should find it necessary to subdivide one or more of the topics here given as a rule single sentences should not be written or printed as paragraphs an exception may be made of sentences of transition indicating the relation between the parts of an exposition or argument in dialogue each speech even if only a single word is a paragraph by itself that is a new paragraph begins with each change of speaker the application of this rule when dialogue and narrative are combined is best learned from examples in well-printed works of fiction ten as a rule begin each paragraph with a topic sentence end it in conformity with the beginning again the object is to aid the reader the practice here recommended enables him to discover the purpose of each paragraph as he begins to read it and to retain the purpose in mind as he ends it for this reason the most generally useful kind of paragraph particularly in exposition and argument is that in which a the topic sentence comes at or near the beginning b the succeeding sentences explain or establish or develop the statement made in the topic sentence and c the final sentence either emphasizes the thought of the topic sentence or states some important consequence ending with a digression or with an unimportant detail is particularly to be avoided if the paragraph forms part of a larger composition its relation to what precedes or its function as a part of the whole may need to be expressed this can sometimes be done by a mere word or phrase again therefore for the same reason in the topic sentence sometimes however it is expedient to precede the topic sentence by one or more sentences of introduction or transition if more than one such sentence is required it is generally better to set apart the transitional sentences as a separate paragraph according to the writer's purpose he may as indicated below relate the body of the paragraph to the topic sentence in one or more of several different ways he may make the meaning of the topic sentence clearer by stating it in other forms by defining its terms by denying the converse by giving illustrations or specific instances he may establish it by proofs or he may develop it by showing its implications and consequences in a long paragraph he may carry out several of these processes one now to be properly enjoyed a walking tour should be gone upon alone 
Topic Sentence 2. If you go in a company, or even in pairs, it is no longer a walking tour in anything but name. It is something else, and more in the nature of a picnic. The meaning made clearer by denial of the contrary. 3. A walking tour should be gone upon alone, because freedom is of the essence, because you should be able to stop and go on, and follow this way or that as the freak takes you, and because you must have your own pace, and neither trot alongside a champion walker, nor mince in time with a girl. The topic sentence repeated in abridged form, and supported by three reasons. The meaning of the third, you must have your own pace, made clearer by denying the converse. Four, and you must be open to all impressions, and let your thoughts take color from what you see. A fourth reason, stated in two forms. Five, you should be as a pipe for any wind to play upon. The same reason, stated in still another form. Six, I cannot see the wit, says Hazlitt, of walking and talking at the same time. Seven, when I am in the country, I wish to vegetate like the country, which is a gist of all that can be said upon the matter. The same reason as stated by Hazlitt. Eight, there should be no cackle of voices at your elbow to jar on the meditative silence of the morning. Repetition in paraphrase of the quotation from Hazlitt. 9. And so long as a man is a reasoning, he cannot surrender himself to that fine intoxication that comes of much motion in the open air that begins in a sort of dazzle and sluggishness of the brain and ends in a peace that passes comprehension stevenson walking tours final statement of the fourth reason in language amplified and heightened to form a strong conclusion one it was chiefly in the eighteenth century that a very different conception of history grew up. Topic sentence. 2. Historians then came to believe that their task was not so much to paint a picture as to solve a problem, to explain or illustrate the successive phases of national growth, prosperity, and adversity. The meaning of the topic sentence made clearer the new conception of history defined. 3. The history of morals, of industry, of intellect, and of art. The changes that take place in manners or beliefs. The dominant ideas that prevailed in successive periods. The rise, fall, and modification of political constitutions. In a word, all the conditions of national well-being became the subjects of their works. The definition expanded. 4. 
they sought rather to write a history of peoples than a history of kings the definition explained by contrast five they looked especially in history for the chain of causes and effects the definition supplemented another element in the new conception of history six they undertook to study in the past the physiology of nations and hoped by applying the experimental method on a large scale to deduce some lessons of real value about the conditions on which the welfare of society mainly depend lecky the political value of history conclusion an important consequence of the new conception of history in narration and description the paragraph sometimes begins with a concise comprehensive statement serving to hold together the details that follow the breeze served us admirably the campaign opened with a series of reverses the next ten or twelve pages were filled with a curious set of entries but this device if too often used would become a mannerism more commonly the opening sentence simply indicates by its subject with what the paragraph is to be principally concerned at length i thought i might return towards the stockade he picked up the heavy lamp from the table and began to explore another flight of steps and they emerged on the roof the brief paragraphs of animated narrative however are often without even this semblance of a topic sentence the break between them serves the purpose of a rhetorical pause throwing into prominence some detail of the action end of section three